Now think about this, folks. You're going to pay me 25000 to use my record for two weeks and I still own a record and then I can sell it again? Exactly. Or license it again? And you can't do that. If I did that, for, if I did a beat for Drake, I can't resell that beat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You can't do that. And so you did so the it's work like, once. Huh? I said, and you did the work once. You made the beat or the song once. You're done with it. Now you can just it's lease like, it out as many times as you want. Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music Is My Business podcast, the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern time, and let's chop it up. Now let's dig into this week's episode. Okay, dope. So, okay, so you were talking about... Um, you were just you were talking about that you were seeing like all these major artists come in and, and producers work and things like that and you you started getting interested in in the whole production aspect of um of, of the music business and then that's where we that's where the drills came in <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so i basically you know i was just paying paying attention you know and and i befriended you know ski beats and he uh you know he was very successful at the time he was with um did, um uh, Organot, no, for the for original flavor. He's with original flavor. Okay. He's a working producer, and uh, you know he he took the time out to like you know take my phone calls when I call, and I'm like, damn, he's like you know really talking to me like I was a nobody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and and he would take the time to, to you know to to return my calls, and you know he pick up the phone and be banging on his keyboard and stuff like that. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, yo, I'm working. I'm like, like, what do you mean? Like, you, this you're this all this what you do this is your job? He's like, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, like, this is a job job, you know? So he put me on to, to, to that. And I was like, wait a minute, this is a cool ass job. You know, like you get to wake up and make music, you know? Um, and yeah, like I say, he took me under the wing and, and the most important thing, you know, he, he taught me was drums, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your drums is everything. Yeah. Your drums and sampling and things like that. The, the basics, you know, like he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even give me drums. Right. Mm-hmm. So he showed me how to turn on my drum machine. And um, I was like, yo, give me some drums. He's like, no. He gave me a, a, a stack of records. He was like, here, you have a drum machine, sample, mm-hmm. make your own kids. You know what I'm saying? Like these gems from early on, you know, where like now guys, like everyone's sending, sharing each other's drum kits and, it's, and everyone sounds the same. Mm-hmm. That wasn't like that before. Like you had to find your own sound. That's that's what made, you know, um, the hip hop um, during that you know time special because you could tell oh that's that's Pharrell that that's Swiss or that's the Rizzo that's Mahogany you know what I'm saying like you could tell who the who, who the producer is now everyone uses, uses the same sounds it's like you know you don't know who you know who's doing what right um, but yeah man you know just just being being observant and I figured yo I got to learn how to you know do something because my friends are signed I went to high school with him now he's on TV. You know, and I'm seeing all these artists. I'm being invited to the studio, and I'm like a fly on the wall. So I'm like, I like music, and I always had an ear for music. I just need to learn the technical part of it, which was mm-hmm. the the equipment in the studio. Right. So you know, uh, I didn't have any money. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I was 22 years old. Um, I, I had uh, some insurance money from my father passing away. Um, that was coming to me every month, and I told my mom, so I was like, look, I want to make music. You know. I want to leave school. She's right. like, all right, you know, you got this one last check. It's like $3,000 coming, you know, from your father's insurance. She said, use that. I took that. I went to Sam Ash, man. 
I got the MPC 2000. I tell you like this, you, you and I both know the most important thing is to be in tune, right? A lot right. of people not in tune. Mm -hmm. So as I'm leaving Sam Ash, who do I see in front of Sam Ash? The RZA and Ghostface. Right in front, I'm sitting like with this huge MPC. You know how big the, the MPC box yeah, was? Right. It was massive. The huge, gigantic box, right? And I'm sitting like, yo, that's the RZA. That's that's Ghostface. I'm like, and this is when they were like superstars. And I'm like, they were just chilling right there in front of Sam Ash like this. Like they were waiting for me or something. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I gotta go say something. Like I, RZA standing there with the pointy ass rings, you know, like he talked about in this song. And I'm like, yo, he got the pointy ass rings on. I hope you don't swing on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. so I, I go over to him and I'm like, yo. I introduced myself. I said, yo, I'm Mahogany. I'm start making beats, man, because of you. This, that, and third. He's like, work. He's like, I was like, yeah, man, I work with, you know, uh, my boy's Camp Low. You know, that song, Luchini. He was like, oh, yeah, you did that beat? I was like, no, no, Ski did that beat, you know, but I'm working with him. He's like, oh, yeah, work. So they were like, all right, they were really, really cool. And Rizzo was like, yo, Ghost, give him a business card. Mm -hmm. And he gave me a business card that said Razor Sharp Records. Yeah. Right, so I take the card. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, he's like, yeah, hit us up. So I'm excited. I get my car. I drive uptown, man. I unbox my my drum machine and I put that card. I taped it right onto the drum machine, and I was just staring at it. And I was like, yo, that's my first business card. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I'm on the right path. Like, yeah, like I make that up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. um. From there, like things like that just kept happening where I just kept noticing things. And I was like, I think I'm supposed to be doing this. Yeah. You know, I think I'm supposed to be doing this. Like Jay-Z used to come to our basketball games. You know, I went to school in New York called FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology. Okay. And during homecoming, they would come to the games. I would see Jay-Z pull up in the in the GS Lexus with Dame Dash and everything. You know, so they were like local celebrities. I would see them all the time. Yeah. And um, I had nothing to offer, just that my friend was, you know, with Camp Low and they, you know, they share the same office and things like that. Right. But, you know, I dedicated myself to, you know, connecting the dots with Ski. He was open and friendly. You know, he was like like a teacher, you know what I'm saying? So he was easy to talk to. Mm -hmm. And and he, he just gave me the gave me the game. Like it was amazing how busy he was and he would still pick up the phone and talk to me and I'm like, I'm a nobody. And, and he's like talking to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would see little characters like that. And and that just kept happening throughout my career with Trackmasters, um, I had to deal with them. Um, Hitman, Nasheen Myrick, super dope producer, you know, from the Hitman made a bunch of dope stuff. Yeah. You know, took me under the wing. So I've, I've been fortunate throughout my career to have like major producers like this take me under the wing yeah. and, 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 and show me the ropes. You know what I'm saying? I paid attention to it. so. Um, you know, I, I can't give you any horror stories of saying, yo, I've never been robbed. My contracts have been straight. Thank goodness. Yep. And it's because, you know, I just listened to, to, to the horror stories of the OGs and, and I knew what not to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, I paid attention. I got a lawyer, you know, I said, okay, if you want to learn the business, find a lawyer, pick that lawyer's brain. Like that, that's what they're there for. They lawyers like when you ask them a lot of questions, it keeps them sharp. You know, oh, you ask them questions, yeah. you know, the first, if you want to know the business, find a lawyer, then find an accountant. You know what I'm saying? Because when you start making money, it's, it's going to come. Yeah. And trust me, that, that's one problem I had. I made so much money in one year, the next year I didn't make as much money. And uncle Sam came, came knocking at the door. was like, you made a lot of money last year. You know, you got to pay taxes, taxes this year, right? Yeah, and I was like, exactly. what? I was like, that's how that works? 
And man. you know what I'm saying? So um yeah, man, I, I have no 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 horror stories. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's, I just was in tune and been paid I feel like I've paid attention. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, you know, guys that yeah, man. When people people are pouring pouring in, in, into you and giving you know giving you all the all the information they can to help you, I think it's super important to listen because every now and then I'll come across a producer where you know like they're young, they're trying to get started, and then you you tell them something like yo like like this this would be a good thing to do, and they're like oh yeah yeah like I know that and this and that, but it's just like yo like you're not doing it you know what i mean or it's like you have to even if like the way i feel is like even if you know it or you think you know something still listen because somebody may be able to give you a different perspective you know what i'm saying or or a nugget that could take what you already know to the next level so i think listening man is super super important for for your success for sure yeah um, yeah 100 100 so um man so so that's really dope man just being around some ogs who, who were doing it big um when when did the transition happen to you or when did you find out about the whole sync licensing space because i know you know you you do some stuff in, in that lane as well um when did that happen for you and was it like was it a transitional thing or was it like you know i'm doing both i'm doing i'm working with the artist and i'm you know i'm doing this tv and film thing as well nah. Well, here's the thing. Um, because I went to to a, a fashion institute, like school, um, advertising was my major, right? So I was already fond with advertising. I, I knew the concept of advertising. So um, I was already interested in this, how advertising worked. So I knew that I wanted to get my music and TV and film. But here's the thing, man, even when I was having all my success producing these hip hop records, I couldn't get in because there was no in. <laughs> there was right. no in. It was like it literally was a, a, a good a, a good old boys club, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you would call it. And that's for real, you know. And for years I'm like, I don't understand. Like I have records, like why can't I who is the person, you know? And um I think when MBA2K started coming around, someone had connected like uh, just blaze and you know and, and certain producers started getting records on there and I was like what what's that about you know what I'm saying and mm. it felt like they had their little own little niche it still wasn't open you know what I'm saying um I always had an interest man it took me years bro you know it took me it took me years yeah just recently to like I think 2010 um but once I got with with, with Sony ATV Sony music publishing now where uh you know they literally walk me through the doors now and i was like oh these are the golden gate doors here yeah. you know it really wasn't it really wasn't in my head you know what i'm saying like they really had gatekeepers because a lot of these tv shows and um, networks they use either publishing companies or they use you know music jingle houses and things like that yeah. you know um but now uh with Sony, I've been able to have a direct line because they have a dedicated TV and film division, yep. you know, which is which is really really cool, man. Because um, like I just make music for their briefs. I just make music for them. I don't do anything. Just make music. And I send it to them, and they get the placements. They're like the managers and the lawyers, all at one. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it, that that that's been a real big game changer for me because. 
as as I've evolved as a as a producer, you know, like I just didn't produce one niche like hip hop. I always knew as a producer you got to make all kinds of music. You know, if somebody puts you in a room with the any kind of genre of an artist, you got to be able to adapt. You know, and TV and films the same way. A lot of these guys they make beats, but they're only making a certain kind of beat, like whether it's trap. Got to get out of that stuff. You got to make music. You can't just make one sound. Yeah. You know, because <clears throat> trap music, trap music does not cross over well on TV because of the eight weights and the bottoms. You know, um, but yeah. I, I knew that it was really, really lucrative, man. And and once I got in, you know, matter of fact, even even with the first song that I placed with with Jay Z, that was for his movie. But that was I had it in because I was in Rockefeller. Okay. You know, um, uh, Doctor Dre, you know, I got that song placed in, in his movie, but that's because I produced the record for him, and that wasn't, you know, intentional. That wasn't intentional. That, that just so happened, you know. Yeah. But now, directly and intentionally, it's been it's been with uh with Sony Music Publishing. That's been. Yeah. They've been kicking ass for me. Yeah, that's dope, man. I was I was on IG earlier actually talking about that same thing that like major publishers have like a dedicated department just for TV and film. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's dope that, and it, it shows you how big that market is, you know, this side of the business is. Like the major publishers are, you know, they have dedicated departments just for that. <clears throat> So that's dope, man. That's definitely another way, another opportunity to get in and an opportunity, you know, if if you're signed as a producer to a major publisher um, to still, uh, you know, to still get get work in and get placed and get checks even in between, you know, the the artist placements and things like that. So that's that's super dope. Um, yeah. Shout out to Marlon McNichols just joined the stream. What's good, bro? Um, so yeah, super dope. What was the uh, what was the first like your first? Oh, well, I think you said was it like the Jay Z movie? Was that the first placement like film placement for you? Yeah, because they did the Streets is Watching soundtrack. Got you, got so, you. So I did a, I did a song called Celebration on there. Um, it was like a crew posse cut, mm -hmm. and I did uh, it's it's alright, which wound up uh, making it to the Hard Knock Life album, yeah. is, which is that one that we won a Grammy for. Nice. So like five million records, yeah. That's dope. That's super dope, man. Um, yeah, I always hear like stories about like producers being on the the artist side and then seeing though the royalty checks from the TV and film, just from the records that they produce, and how powerful you know how powerful that can be. Um, just you know, in building your brand as a as a producer. Uh, so that's what's up, man. So I guess now, but like, what's your what's your primary focus now? You still do artists, or is it more so TV and film combination of both? Um, well, right now I'm in Brazil. I've been in Brazil for like over a year and a half now, and it's it's a huge huge market here. Okay, Brazil, it's, it's 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 a whole other world. It's, it's a whole other conversation that we can have. It's like let's talk about it, man. Like, yeah, how'd you how'd you get to Brazil? What's going on in Brazil, man? Tell us about well, it. You know, just. Connecting the dots, man. Everything just everything just led here. I, I you know, I was um I also have a deal with Rock Nation, right? So okay. um, the president of Rock Nation, you know, said, Hey, yo, we're working on this Rihanna project, you know, you got something. I was like, No, but you know, I I'm, I can try to come up with something. So I, I was looking for inspiration and I wanted something different, like drums or something. 
And, yeah. you know, everything, the signs just kept pointing to Brazil. So I shot to Brazil for Carnival, and I wanted to just get that those drums in, in my in my spirit and, and the whole new vibe, you know. Yeah. And when I came here, I was like, oh, my goodness, they're rich with so much music here. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's bananas. It, it's crazy how much different genres of sound that they have here. Wow. Um, and it just opened my mind up to, like, different sound. I just, like, in America, all I keep hearing is, it's like trap or R&B. Here, it's just... It's a, it's a, I don't know man, how to explain it, but it's yeah. like a gold mine here of just yeah. music, you know. And hip hop, trap music here arrived like 15 years ago, so it's new here, you know. So that you have artists here, man, that are getting like 200 million views on on like YouTube. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was just crazy. Like one one of the artists that I work with, his name is Gabby. I'm his producer and his DJ. Okay, man, this kid's a, he's a star out here. He's like a superstar out here. You know what I'm saying? Like uh he's been famous for like three years he's got a couple of songs that have over 200 million views you know there wow. there are 300 million people in brazil okay. 200 million people in brazil okay america has 300 million mm-hmm. and brazil is just like one country inside of south america <clears throat> latin america you know what i'm saying yeah so it's a huge market yeah to speak portuguese but music man they don't care they're like they're rapping over our stuff. You don't have to, I always say, you don't have to understand what they're saying. Just just know that those royalty checks are coming to your bank account in dollars. That's all you need to know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because if, once again, it's like, I don't know, well, I know how to speak Portuguese now, but okay. you don't know what they're saying. You can still hear the melody. You'd be like, yo, that flow is dope over yeah. the beat. Oh, that's crazy. That's it. That's music, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. They don't know what 50 Cent is saying, but they love 50 Cent because of the melodies, right? Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm producing here. Um, I'm I'm doing a whole album here where I'm gonna like use like all the like seven different genres that they have here okay. and put my like, hip hop influence on it. So that's gonna that's gonna be like my real pet peeve project, something special like for myself that I'm doing. Um, other than that, um, you know, I'm on a I'm on a tour with Gabby. You know, I'm DJing with him, so that's an experience that's something I've never done before. Just like hit the road. I've always been the in the studio. You know, producer. You know, I go to the studio, get my money, and go home. Yeah. You know, congratulations to you. You got you have a a, a son now, right? Yeah, yeah. Baby. Got well, I got I got the son, two year old, then I got another one on the way. So right. yeah, okay. man. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I fooled, I fooled around and um got a little boy out here four months. Oh wow! <laughs> so, Congrats. Yeah. So, so I'm definitely got my feet planted here now. Yeah. You know, that's what's up. Um, man. Yeah, so so that's keeping me super busy, man. Um, yeah. Being on the road DJing and um, uh, you know making music for, for 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 my album, which takes a lot of concentration. But my uh, Sony has an office here in Rio de Janeiro, so okay. when I got here, I was like, oh, word! And then that just sealed the deal for me. I was like, perfect. My publishing company has an office in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Oh, I'm chilling. Like, yeah, like I, I I could email the music, you know, like send it to them i don't even have to be in in in, in the states you know yeah. like, that's the beauty of what we're doing right now just yeah the internet everything has we've like caught up to it now yeah. so there's like really no excuse like you know you have a you have this platform i started a platform and say like this man i got so overwhelmed just trying to like you know be of service to the community that i was like yo i have to get back into doing what i do you know what i'm saying because right. as you know content creating takes a lot of time yes. you know it's a lot of marketing and yo and you know a lot of uh producers or beat makers don't have the 
the uh, the, the bandwidth or the tolerance to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you 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 have that technical part of you, and you also have that creative part. You know what I'm saying? And your technical part is your business part. You're like, yo, I gotta learn this. I gotta do this. You know what I'm saying? Because one of the biggest problems I see producers have when trying to get in the sync licensing is not knowing the steps to take in order to get that set up and started. So I created a super simple, easy, free six step guide to help you get started. So you know the exact steps you need to take so you can start getting your music placed in TV and film. Go ahead, go to clintproductions.com slash six steps to download that free guide. Again, it's clintproductions.com slash the number six steps, clintproductions.com slash six steps steps download your free six-step guide and get started today like right now like let's go like what, what are we waiting for who else is gonna do it yep. you know like I, I started this whole thing like two three years ago with my online academy loops and kicks academy and man it was some sh it was stressful yeah it was it's stressful because they don't see all the back office stuff you have to do yeah all of this back office stuff, the links you become a techie you become you start building funnels <laughs> You're doing all this stuff and then you get away from the music and it's like, well, why should someone listen to me? I have to be relevant. I have to be doing something right now. I'm not talking exactly. about stuff that I did 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm telling you about stuff that I'm doing right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Exactly. And I've seen a lot of your content and you give a lot of information. And like you mentioned earlier, sometimes they don't want to listen. And it's like, man, that's, that's nerve wracking to me because it's like, I'm opening the door for you right here. Like it's it's really this simple, like this. Like it's not that hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and it's weird because sometimes I'll hop on these chats and I'll see, you know, you know, producer comments or producer platforms and they talk about the same things. And I'm just like, you guys are like chasing your tail. I was you know, Clint, I was never the guy who the producer who I would go to the beat battles because they would call me to um judge. Okay. Right like uh, I stand a producer or dynamic producers, I stopped going to those things because they would have me there for like five or six hours judging people. With, and I was like, this is taking way too much time. That's a lot of time. Right. Yeah. And um, I just noticed that it, there are certain kinds of uh, uh, beat makers that just like being a part of the community. Yeah. Right. And like talking music stuff. You know, I was never like that. I, I, I'm like, I don't want to be in a room with 10 producers right. and no artists. I want to be the one producer with 10 artists in the room. Yeah. You know, so I was thought that that was weird. I'm like, yo, I don't want to keep talking to you and going back and forth with this. Like, it's it's not getting me nowhere. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. And I, I noticed that a lot of these platforms are just that. Yeah. You know, it's too much distraction. It's too much producer talk and not enough, like, like action. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Going back to like your platform and the information that you know you're giving, when it comes to TV and film, man, it really is that simple. Yeah. But I don't think uh, people realize that it is. I think they want it to be like this mystical they thing. Be like yeah, they, they want it to be complicated, yeah. or like you said, like some some secret thing that nobody shares, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta, you just gotta soak in the information do some research and you realize it's not it's not really that complicated the the only the, the most challenging thing when for me when i got into tv and film was honestly just tweaking the structure of my tracks that was probably like the most i had to do in regards to you know background music for libraries but 
again with some with some research you know you can figure it out and now you got you got way more guys out here teaching you the game than like you said back in the, the 90s to early 2000s like you didn't know like there was no you know there, there was nobody to to look up on instagram and you know you got a page full of content to kind of lead you in the right direction um so yeah man i agree it's um and i don't think people really have the um the, the patience for it too yeah you know i think they have the patience for it um i put it to you like this sony sent me an email and they said, hey, man, we're looking for something with um, this, like, um, hybrid, like, um, black skinhead Kanye West type thing, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I know what that is. Like, I listen I listen to black skinhead. That's he, He's using, you know, anthem, stadium rock stuff, right? He didn't invent that. He didn't invent that. Cool. So I do something similar to that because they tell me, look, this is the most requested song that we get and it's super expensive. It's like over a million dollars. So the companies are not going to pay for that. So can you make something in that vein? Cool. I called up my man Sky Zoo, who's a dope uh, songwriter. I made a beat, sent it to him. He sent it right back. You got to find writers who work like that. He sent it right back in 24 hours. I like, this is perfect. The song's called Here for the Crown. I sent it to Sony. Man, that record sat 11 months go by, nothing. Mm-hmm. After that 11th month, man, bring, bring, bring. <laughs> they just kept sending me emails. Hey, Nike wants this um, $20,000. Are you cool with that? I was like, uh, yeah. Um, um, Xbox wants this. PlayStation wants this. Uh, 15000 You cool with that? I'm like, yeah. It just kept. I was like, what's going on with this song? Yeah. Man, I think we got that song placed like eight times in one year. And I was like, holy cow man yep. and the checks come fast when they say they're gonna come the, oh you know, bro it's like, no, it's like compared- no wait like here's the thing i have produced producer friends who are successful right now and like getting placements and they're telling me yo mahogany i got a record with i'm not gonna say the artist's name mm-hmm. but they're famous he's like yo it's out it's online still and i still get paid, paid. Still i'm like but paid. wait a minute you're an OG. How does the record? How is the record out in the in the universe? And he's like, yo, they do it different now, Mahal. They'll just take it and put it streaming it, and then let it bubble, and then they'll pay you when they when they see it has success. But I'm like, we never entered into agreements like that. It was like you have to pay me my money first, my first half. Then when the sample's cleared, you give me the second half, and then you release it and you do your thing. It's like, yo, bro, it's crazy. I'm chasing labels, and this new thing where they have a producer cap now it's like 45 grand maybe the most yeah if you like super hot like if you got a top 100 record they, they got like a cap on how much they're paying producers now like yeah. before man if you had a, a a top 10 number one hit record you could charge whatever the hell you want hundred thousand two hundred thousand for the beat now yeah. they're like no no it's like twenty five thousand, maybe forty thousand. if you have a number one hit you're that type of producer that's crazy to me you know what i'm saying yeah that's that's crazy where tv and film they have the budget like i always say this they don't need your music tv and film doesn't need your music Mm -hmm. they want your music they want it they want it and let me tell you i try to explain this to people like so clear like when i'm in the office of sony right Mm -hmm. and i'm looking i'm sitting there with my um uh, uh uh music director right 
And on a computer, it's like the Matrix. You know, in the Matrix, when all the digits are like coming down the screen. Yeah. Right. In the so th these are briefs just coming in quickly. They're just coming, 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 coming every minute, every coming. And I'm like, how do you keep up with that shit? Right. And then he's like, we read fast. We read fast. Read fast. Okay. Download. Oh, um, hip hop, RB. Okay. Cool. Funk. All right. Cool. They'll put that in a little, uh, they'll send a message real quick. Boom. Uh, send it to Mahogany. Like wh whoever they'll be thinking about. You know, yeah. But uh, they read the breach real, real quickly, and and then they'll you know they'll say, okay, we I may have something for that. It's a, it's a bunch of them. It's not just one um, uh, music supervisor. It's like it's a team. Mm -hmm. You know, they all send music to each other. They all they'll take like my songs and create a playlist, and they'll share amongst each other. Hey, these are mahogany songs that are working, yeah. right? Yeah, they'll have them. And then I'll get calls from the UK office. Hey, the UK office got your music in, in the video game. I'm like, oh shit, who's that? Now I got a new contact in the UK office, yeah. you know? Um, right. But I was like, how do you keep up with all these briefs, right? Yeah. So you know how many TV shows they do? Netflix is constantly making new TV shows. Every TV show, if you listen to every TV show, they have music. Yep. And the music changes so quickly. This is TV shows. Um, um, like um, uh, reality shows, the music is even faster. Like if you listen to like Love and Hip Hop, they yeah. change the music like every goddamn oh, yeah. uh, thirty seconds is a new is a new beat. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's two two different ways to get into that system. Like you either got to go through like Jingle Punks, which I have a deal with, and and they have a deal with Viacom, but that's exclusive. The mm -hmm. Music that you give them is just straight for TV. Yeah. Now on the publishing side, that's that's movies, that's uh, like TV series like Netflix, HBO, mm. and that's um, TV commercials. Yeah, you know, um, I, I got an email. They're like, "Yo, we want to use this. Nike wants to use uh, the song for two weeks, and they want to pay you twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, license it two weeks. Now think about this, folks. You gonna pay me twenty five thousand to use my record for two weeks, and I still own a record, and then I can sell it again." Exactly. Oh, license it again? And you can't do that. If I did that for if I did a beat for Drake, I can't resell that beat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You can't do that. And so you did so the it's work like once. Huh? I said, and you did the work once. You made the beat or the song once, you're done with it. Now you can just it's lease like, it out as many times as you want. It's like, why would I want to make beats for artists when I can make beats for brands? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. artists is the one you got to chase them down. You're not gonna get all your bread. You gotta make sure your credit is straight and all, all, all that goofy stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, if I just make a dope beat and get a no-name artist, songwriter who just gets it, who has the right cadence and the voice and knows how to write for this, because the brief is so clear, right? Yeah. And, and you, what? So I'm like, wait a minute. It doesn't have to be a famous artist. I'm like, no, it could be. Anybody. Joe Schmo around the block. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I'm submitting songs like like nothing, man. And, and man, it's just a, a clean, clean, simple way, man. But I think people want the, that that glory of producing that major artist or or that dream thing. Hey man, it wasn't a dream of mine to produce Dr. Dre. That didn't cross my mind. Yeah. It didn't. You know what I'm saying? But I found myself in a studio with him. I'm like, how the fuck am I producing Dr. Dre right now? Like I didn't plan that. Like yeah. you just don't plan those things, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like Jay Z, I would see him all the all the time. I didn't have no music for him. Mm -hmm. 
that wasn't my, my my plan, you know what I mean? But I knew I wanted to make music. So once you start, you know, your quest, you got to have some type of direction where you want to go. You don't want to be the beat maker in the chat room. That's whack. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's like Biggie Small said, you know, catch you in a room with two dicks and no bitch. Find yourself in serious <laughs> shit. You don't want that. Like, yeah. No, you want to get to the artists. You want to get to the to, to the brands, man. Yeah. And like like I said, Nike has money. They send me an email and say, "Hey, Nike just took thirty five of your beats. You have any any more?" I'm like, "No." I can make some though. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the other thing too. You know, you know, we can make music, but I know you critique your music and you know what's quality and what's not. Right. Mm-hmm. This is something else I saw in a chat the other day with quality versus quantity. Mm-hmm. And these beat makers making a 50 beats in a day or 25 beats in a day. I'm just like, I know my beats are dope. And I've never in my life made 20 beats in a day. Nah. Right? Yeah. I mean, because c- here's the thing when I'm caught up with a beat that I'm liking, I'm focused on making it as good as possible. Right. Right? So where do I stop and then go to make nine more beats? That yeah. means your beats must be cookie cutter. They have no substance and, and no soul. I just can never, you know, understand it. Like working with Trackmasters Poke, I, I remember talking to him. He's like, man, it take me a week to make a beat. And this yeah. is a man who has super hits. I don't even know if these guys know about Trackmasters. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they control the airwaves. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I'm like, week? You be said, like, yo, bro, I'll be listening to it in the house. I'll be tweaking it. Thinking about stuff, does it feel good? If it's still if it's still interesting to me after a week, then it's a it's a hit. It's a hit yeah. instrumental. So this making multiple beats and then selling these beat packs for this under that's why the value of production has come come down so much and they don't pay. Mm-hmm. Artists don't pay because everyone could do it. You know what I'm saying? And no one's thinking outside the box or you giving you quality. Yeah. You know, that's true. With, with TV and film. If I open a door to my members and I say, look, okay, I'm going to submit music. Just because you're my member, you know, doesn't mean that I'm going to take the beat and you submit it just because you paid a membership fee to be an annual member with me. Right. If your music sucks, I'm not sending an email to Sony <laughs> with that track because you know what's going to happen? Sony's going to stop opening my emails. They're going to be, yo, Mahani, Mahani done sent five whack beats lately. <laughs> it's going to slow down, baby. I, like, you know that. You like, because yep. because I think that's, your insecurity will be like, I just sent four joints and they didn't respond. Some, something was wrong. <laughs> it means you respond faster than this. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, yeah, those, those weren't hot. No, yeah. because once you get the hang of TV and film, you know what to send. Like, yep. this can work. Yep. You almost you tap into them and they have these conversations with you. Like if Sony told me, they're like Mahogany, out of all the producers that we have here, like you're the one who gets it. Mm-hmm. A lot of, we have a lot of writers here. We would love to work with them, but they just don't get it. They just don't get it. And I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, they just don't get it. Like the sound, like you turn the records in fast, the sonic, you just get it. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is so interesting. So I think I think you gotta wanna wanna do it too. Yeah. Like with a passion. And 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 don't come into it with like, oh, I'm gonna make beats for Xbox for Madden. You it's not going down like that. It doesn't work. They have the creators, man. If you get a placement on there, you hit the lottery. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't make a record saying, oh, I'm gonna throw this for the 
the touchdown, I'm across you over, then slam dunk and do it in your face because I'm fly like that. They don't want that shit. They don't yeah. want that. Yep. They want real records about overcoming the odds. Today's going to be a better day, yep. sticking it to the man. You know, uh, um, I feel great, awesome. Like they want these reoccurring themes, man. Yep. I think, I, I, I think, bro. I think we make it too easy for them, like our audience, I, I feel. I know my members, I'm like, I think I'm sporting you guys because I'm making it so easy that maybe I'm taking the fun out of it. Mm. You know, maybe maybe I got to go get your ass kicked and figure it out the hard way. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I'm thinking being of service is, you know, helping you guys. Because I think some people want to figure out like it's the hard way. And it's really, it's really not. It's yeah. really not just doing the work and concentrating on it. Listening to commercials like, are you skipping ads when you watch TV? Exactly. Are you listening to the music? I, like I'll be like, yo, you heard that shit? Oh, that's what they that's what that's what's happening? That up tempo, you, you hear that, that sound in that vitamin um water or that energy drink? Yeah. Listen right there. The product. Listen to the car. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, now I get it. But you no, know, people <laughs> skip over that shit or don't have the patience to listen to or this just not in tune. Yeah. You know, so you're talking to your head falls off and that, that may not serve no good. And people just oh, I'll skip over ads. Like, how are you going to skip over ads? If, if <laughs> but want, but want placements on them, though. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay, man. That's crazy, man. Um, you mentioned something, too, that was that was a, a bar is like in the fact of, you know, a, a, when a big record's out there on a big artist, we were talking about Kanye earlier they want records like that but they're too expensive to place yeah. and license so you can go in and you know if you know there's a, a record and i've we were talking about that brief like so many people have seen that brief come across man because it's so big everybody wants a vibe just like that all you have to do is step in recreate that vibe in your own original way and you're golden man like it's already laid out for you the template is there you just have to follow it and because you're you're an indie artist because you're not kanye it's an advantage It's they're gonna save a boatload of money on their end but it's a good look for you because that's a decent decent chunk of money for you know somebody like us that's producing music at the crib so that's uh that's huge man here's the thing they pay you twice man you get paid on the master side, like the master is yours. They like you have the master. Yeah. So they're coming. You you're the record company, pretty much. Yep. They come in you, right? They're paying you for the master, and they're paying you for the publishing. You getting two checks, bro. If you produce a record for Drake, you're not getting the money for the master. Like, nah, you're just getting your advance upfront fee, bro. And then they're controlling the master. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And here you actually, as the producer, get to be the record company and saying, I created this song. You got to pay me twice. The master usage where I created the music in my studio, the files that I have and the publishing side of it. Yeah. So that 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 brings a good question. So with you working with Sony, which is a major publisher, right? Does that is that is it work the same on the licensing side where you still get to keep um put master in publishing and you know still pitch that song non-exclusively to as many opportunities as they want is that yeah is that how it works yeah sony just says do not give the music to someone else exclusively it's your gift to us 
Right. So I can I can give my music to Sony. I can give the music to you, and mm-hmm. you could place it non exclusively. Boom. It's 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 yo. It's clean across the board, bro. Like I I I was running ads trying to tell people about this. Like yo, music licensing is the gateway. It's 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 the gold mine of the music industry. Yeah. It's the thing a lot of people don't want to dig long enough to get to the gold. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it, it's because. One. Yo, if you're a music entrepreneur and you're looking to grow your brand, grow your audience and increase your revenue, then you need to join the Awesome Creator Academy, which was created by an awesome dude named Roberto Blake. Listen, I'm a member myself and I'm telling you, it's packed with so much valuable information that you can come across one training that would allow you to see an amazing return on your investment. Once you become a member of this awesome academy, you get access to a private Facebook group, private Q&A sessions with Roberto Blake. Blake, the man himself. You get exclusive training videos and resources, early access to templates and courses, exclusive course and product discounts, and so much more, man. It's just a super dope community of creators and entrepreneurs that's just taking their business to the next level. So if you want to be a part of that, just visit clintproductions.com slash ACA. That stands for Awesome Creator Academy. Again, that's clintproductions.com slash ACA. Super dope and it's packed with a ton of value that's going to help you level up in business as a music entrepreneur and as a content creator go to clintproductions.com slash aca to sign up today there's no artist attached to it and here's the thing when i first got into this business i used to meet producers that had houses fly cars off of just tv and film stuff right, right? and they envied me because they didn't have no plaques on the wall from rappers like songs they were rappers yeah and i'm like what Man, I take your lifestyle anytime before like having plaques on the wall and stuff, right? Yeah. But they were like, yeah, like like y'all making money, but I never like got that big placement. I never got a plaque. Mm-hmm. So I, I know why people want the artist thing, you know. But I guess you know it's it's an evolving thing when you're like, wait a minute, man, there's money here. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if you get lucky enough or fortunate enough to find yourself in the right position to produce artists, you get the hang of producing artists because you just have to be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you have to be cool with artists, mm-hmm. you know? If you're cool, then, you know, they'll they'll buy music for you because they're buying you. They're buying your sound. Like they're buying your cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's something about his beat that I'm feeling. I like his vibe. They, they're watching everything about you. That's what they're buying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you'll learn how to get in rooms and, and talk with artists and get your stuff without being pushy. I've seen people be pushy and be uh, annoying with people like, yo, get him out of here, man. These kids constantly, yo, 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 listen to my beat. Listen, yo, get him out of here, please. Like, you don't want to be that. You want to be like, you want to walk in a room and people are like, yo, you got something? Yo, like Let that. Let question come up. You, like, yeah. I don't come out, I don't come out a lot. Like, right, I don't, I don't do a lot of industry functions, but when I do go to like functions, people like, it's like they see a ghost, like, yo, he's outside. Like, you know, like, and, and, and I only come outside when I have something dope. Like, like when I know I got some music on me, Yeah, that's when I come outside. That's when I go to industry events because I have something. Right. I'm not going to come, you know what? In this business, they don't care nothing about you. Mm-hmm. They only care, do you have something dope in your back pocket? That's it. No one here is your friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you have something dope in your back pocket? If you do, come up to the office. Yeah. Other than that, hanging around, you no. Know, when you come, you better have something that, yo, I got, I got, I got some fire. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. you give them that look like, yo, <laughs> you ain't see me because I've been, you know, I only come out when I come out. Okay, shh, yo, come to the studio. Yeah. And then when you get in the studio, you're like, shit. And then, then it's a wash, rinse, and repeat, man. Yep. It's a wash, rinse, and repeat. That's dope, man. So, yeah, man. If y'all got any questions, man, drop them in the chat. My guy, Mahogany, has been dropping some gems. Um, that's that's super dope. Yeah, because, like, <clears throat> my thing, like, I never – so I've never gotten, like, a placement with with someone who's been signed with a, with a major publisher like Sony. I've met some writers, you know, who kind of focus on sync. But I guess my my understanding was that the majors the majors have a number in mind they know what they want you know they know what they want to get or whatever um so it's my understanding that it could make the clearance process more complicated if there's a major publisher attached that's why i asked you like how does that work with um with sony like have you ever had them well i guess it's different if every everything that you're working on is going through them um but I was just wondering if that ever slowed down a process to clear something because they wanted like a certain amount of money for something. No, the 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 only the only I, I give you saying the only thing is the minimum they're gonna take is fifteen hundred dollars. Got you, got you. Other than that, it's not it's not worth it to them because you know fifteen hundred dollars. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's that's the minimum. I, I've seen that, and I, I think. One time, uh, I think Pepsi came with an offer for like sixteen hundred. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" Like Pepsi, it's Pepsi you know? Man. Yeah, it's Pepsi. You're like sixteen hundred dollars. So yeah. you could even say no, thank you, or they'll say mahogany is sixteen hundred dollars. Pepsi's bugging out. I don't know. Like, what do you want to, you know? And then and then see if they're asking for anything. Because sometimes, you know, the brand will get goofy, and, and they'll be like, uh, "We want to also." uh put it online for sale mm -hmm. like what what do you mean you want to put it online for sale for a certain amount of time it's like no <laughs> you know like they give, they'll give you like three different kind of tiers we can either pay you seventy five hundred dollars up front mm -hmm. all in or we'll pay you sixteen hundred or you know or we'll sell it on itunes and give you a percentage of them like nah none of, none of that crazy stuff you know what i'm yeah. saying they'll, they'll, try, they'll, they'll try it but you know um it's up to you and sony you say that's this is not a good deal yeah, yeah. you know but no it, it's not like sony has a cap and saying hey you have to pay this amount of money but i mean 1500 for them it's like this is a major a major brand you get quality stuff here yeah, yeah. absolutely now that, which that is, makes sense which is which is which is something you know interesting because Bro, I don't, I don't get how producers are selling beats for like five dollars or like five beats for five dollars or something like. Yeah. Ten beats for nine ninety nine. Like, I'm like, when did production turn into fast food like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. very weird. I'm like, you guys don't put value on your music. Number one, that's what it is. Like, here's the thing. My first beat, I always go back to Jay-Z. The reason I say that is because he was independent. He was from the streets and he paid me from his personal checking account, Sean Carter. Yeah. So my standard is there. If you're an independent artist and you want to blow and get to Jay-Z, Drake level, and this is where you at, my standard, my minimum is $3,000, $1,500. 
Mm-hmm. You follow me? Because this man paid me that. Yeah. He did business where he gave me a personal check. Sean Carter, HSBC Bank. Here you go, bro. Yeah. And I gave that to my lawyer, and that was part of the process. So now, this is when I didn't know anything. Why would I sell a beat now for five dollars? Why would I sell twenty beats for twenty dollars? Yeah. Where, like, how do you pay a lawyer to even negotiate a contract? Like, lawyers cost at the minimum a lawyer is going to be like one hundred twenty dollars an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or if you pay a lawyer to take, you know, like five or ten percent. Come on, like where? where but I, I don't, I don't get it, man. It's a whole, it's a whole new world where these guys are just trying to like devalue their own music without even without even knowing it like this giving beats away for free I've, I've been anti that for years i'm like beats for free like what are you talking that means the time that you take to make the music is worth nothing to you yeah it's like from nothing. from i i i see where they where they come from as far if if there's a system behind it like if there's if there's a free beat limited usage like you know lim- limited rights and then behind that is kind of it's like a funnel to where you know then you can kind of slowly upsell them to more of the the higher price stuff i've seen that um and i understand the whole that funnel thing i get i get the that yeah, whole funnel yeah. thing. I, i've seen the from the guy legion beats and talking about it and i was just like i'm saying to myself i'm not gonna throw uh rocks at you know glass house yeah you know but i was just like in my mind i'm thinking this is this logic right yeah Yeah. imagine if you can sell a million dollars worth of beats right Mm -hmm. that means the quality is so great that you could have produced an album an instrumental album they could have sold this many records, right? Yeah. And then who used these beats and what came of those beats? Mm. Imagine a record I produced for Dr. Dre, right? Yeah. That someone else can rap on that beat. Even though people in hip hop, they take instruments and do freestyles and stuff like that. Right. But wouldn't that be whack if I had giving him the beat, he paid for it. And then it's like 10 other people trying to release the same song. Which one do you fall in love with? Yeah, no, you gonna go which, with which one is your which one is your baby? If you're selling it for $100 lease, yeah. and you know, a 1000 people buy it. Yeah, right. It's 100,000. Like, which which song is your baby? Because now it's like, you don't really have a connection to your music because now you're just selling them like a la carte. Just, there you go. Yeah, it's fast food. You know, it's it's no it's no longer like music to me. It's not cl- it's not anything classic. It's not anything worth celebrating anymore. Mm. You know, I had an artist, a young boy, and he bought a beat online from this producer. Mm. This kid gave him the stems, everything for a hundred dollars. Oh wow! And I was like, how? Like why? I said, send him an email. Like make sure that you own everything. He said, bro. He sent me everything. I even sent him the song back. And the guy said, oh, song is cool. And left it at that. He didn't even communicate with the with, with the artist anymore. Like, yo, let's do more joints. He just sold him the beat, master, multi-track for $100. He didn't send him his publishing information. He didn't send him nothing. Oh, wow. So, so he's, he's not making anything else off of that. 
I've seen, key. I was talking to some uh to a, a friend of mine too and they were they were in a situation where they an artist leased a beat from a producer and now like with them wanting to do more and just thinking about the future you know just like what could happen with the song and trying <clears throat> to make sure they have the rights that they need like it starts it starts creating issues as well you know what i mean um and then it, it there was an issue because then when it came down to stems the beat he didn't he didn't have certain things and then it just it, it just created a bunch of bunch of confusion and then it brings up the question well like if we want this to be our song how many other people have recorded to it before so it definitely has its its pros and cons as far as as far as leasing but um it's like why why give away beats for so low when you can actually take that beat and then if you're gonna if you're gonna give a beat away for free why not give that beat to a brand why not start there first yeah why not throw why, why not throw that dart first right why not just pitch it to Nike? Why not get it to libraries? Why not just give them the music where me and you are like, yo, like producers aren't submitting, beat makers aren't submitting music and we opening the door for them for TV and film. If you, I would love to find a, a beat maker that can make fucking 50 beats. I, I would I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. You know why? Because I'll be like, really? Okay, let me give you some direction and keep pumping them out because all I'm going to do is submit them here because I have a, my odds of placement are higher here than you putting them online or in trying to give them away for free. Why would you give them away for free first? I'm going to tell you like this. After I did the beats with Jay-Z, right, the songs, mm -hmm. we saw him in a club and we, and my, this was my manager's idea. He was like, yo, let's just give Jay a beat for free, right? Like to say thank you for putting us on. Yeah. Bro, we tell Jay, yo, Jay, thanks, man. Yo, we got this beat we want to give to you and saying like, yo, we're not going to charge you. You know what Jay-Z told me, bro? Yeah. He said, I got money. What are you talking about? I got, I got money. I pay for that beat. He's like, wait, no, no, we're giving it to you free. Like, she's like, he's like, didn't I pay you for the first one and the second one? It's like, yeah. So, so why would I take it for free? I got money. Mm -hmm. That, that, <laughs> you understand that box with me? I was like, yo, this dude is super arrogant. He's on some other shit. Like, he's like, I don't want it for free. It's like, first of all, I have money, number one. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask you for a favor, number two. You know what I'm saying? And number right. three, I paid you. So why would you give it to me for free now? Is this how you hustle? And I never forgot that, bro. I wow. never forgot that. I try to give the man a beat for free, saying thank you for putting me on these two songs and starting my career. Yeah. I never forgot that shit. Wow. That's crazy. So why, why why would I now give away beats to anyone else? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. you know, I guess it, I guess it's a, it's a school it's a school of thought. You know. Yeah. You know, um, and and and, bro, you talking to? I was 22 years old. I had a baby in my arm. I was working at the Gap. I was cutting here on the weekend. I didn't know where the shit was going to take me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I knew that the time that I'm spending into doing this, that I saw a ski living his life like this mm. every day his studio was in his house he had a kid he had his girl in the house yeah. he had artists coming in i used to see jay-z record in his living room i was like this is this is a real situation here yeah this is a real business he he 
he has a car he pays his bills off of this you know what i'm saying so how am i going to spend time making music and then not get the value from my time right. you know yeah. when i when i started going higher in my fees three thousand was like three thousand i can't do shit with three thousand dollars i spent three thousand dollars like that you know yeah. you're like no you start thinking like wait a minute i'm putting more value because i'm putting more time into the into my music and i want to get compensated for it you know now, i'm not taking no less than five now i'm not taking no less than 7500 no less than 15 you just keep going higher and higher and higher you know what i'm saying because you know you start to put a value on on your time and, and, and your effort yeah so beat makers man yeah, yeah i wish i would just stop stop that you know man but if you can't make 100 beats in a day i would love to see you do that because <laughs> I mean, I don't know when you have time to brush your teeth or just like, you know, do anything else. There's a lot. Um, some Somebody had asked about Sony accepting unsolicited submissions. Like as far as the production side, how do you, you know, how do you get in? Or is that something where it's just like, yo, you got to you have to have some records on some some major artists to even be able to get that relationship on the sync they side. Don't. Exactly. I, I literally. I literally had my 360 camera and I went around the office like mm -hmm. I, I was doing a um like an ad I was creating I was creating an ad mm -hmm. like walking in Sony literally like bum rushing people's offices like what do you do here mm -hmm. like you know here yeah, I'm I'm the TV film guy like 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 what do you do here or oh, I handled the the, the the music for video games like I was literally doing this mm -hmm. and I got to my um to my supervisor and I said to her I said can people send you music here? How do, how, do, how do people get music in TV and film? Can they just email you music? She's like, no. Can you someone send a hard drive up here? It's like, no, we don't accept solicitations, mm -hmm. right? You can, like, if you try to send an MP3 attachment to Sony, it's gonna bounce back. Yeah. They don't accept, right, off top. It has to be a link and it has to come from an email that they already recognize where you already had at least the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, how you doing? Fine, I like da 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 da. You know, you're back and forth. Now you're in their thing. You're in their, you know, the system. Then you can send a link. Yeah. Other than that, it'll bounce back. The email will bounce back, right? Right. So I say, well, so how does someone get their music to you? And she goes, you got to know the guys. You got to know someone. And she's like pointing to me. And I'm like, like to me, like you got to know someone. She's like, yeah, silly. It's like, that's it. I'm like, wow, that sounds ingenious. Find someone who's in and just work with them like yeah i said is it that easy she said uh yeah <laughs> so i'm I, you know like like i'm you know screwing around but i'm trying to show people like yo you can't you can't just send music up there you know what i'm saying like yeah. it doesn't work like that yeah like find a person who's working in the business like you have uh projects that you need help with you don't have enough hours in a day you would love to help people. you would love to have 10 producers you like yo we're killing right now. I don't necessarily have to sit there and make everything, but mm -hmm. I got the door open. Yep. Like when 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 I when I would sit with Sony and they would show me their briefs and, and give me all this information, I would be like, "Yo, it's so much work on the TV and film side. It will spin your head." And be, people be head. people be worried about saturation, bro. They be like, "Yo." Is there enough, like, will we be able to get in? Is it too many people working in this space? I'm like, do y'all don't see what we see, man? Like, there's no way, like, 
a handful of producers can can handle all of the music that's being used on all these streaming services, all these networks, all these cable networks. It's it's so much content, bro. I saw someone uh, on, on on a chat. I think it was I don't remember like producer grind or something like that was saying, "Yo, the beat the beat online thing is saturated, or is there like a cycle of beat selling in the summer versus the winter?" I was like. What the fuck are y'all talking about? This is not Bitcoin where they have cycles in uh, the stock market. No, they're constantly looking for music in TV and film. There is no freaking cycle, bro. Yeah. Like, just send the music. You have posted something. Just send the music, just send man. Just send it. Like, just send the goddamn music. You know what I'm saying? Like, send the music. Nah, there's no drought here. There's no money drought in TV and film. There's no money drought. Nah. at all they pay they pay a lot more my my overall goal uh clint will be to get uh a theme uh <clears throat> the opening credit uh, same placement. here yeah yo you started a hundred thousand yeah bro that's a hundred thousand placement and you're getting paid for for life past yo, life. My, your kids your kids grandkids like you're good you're good my my director she's like ah, i want to i want to get you i want to start pitching your stuff for for, for opening um, theme trailers. I'm like, okay, I would like that too. He's like, no, those are six figure checks. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, you know. I mean, the closest I got was was Dr. Dre, where they used Bad Intentions uh, as the promo for for the album. I mean, okay. for the movie. Okay. And they and they scored it like three times inside of the movie. You know what I'm saying? So that check was was big. It was like fifty thousand dollars. Yep. But if you just have the placement for the opening theme of the trailer, mm-hmm. it's on the grand. Yeah. It's on the grand. You you in the door. Yeah. That's 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 super. And and you know what? Yo, your first placement in the music business can be a TV or film placement. You know what yep. I'm saying? It can it can be that. Yep. You know? Um, but yeah, you know, with all these platforms and people uploading their beats and stuff like that, man, I, I think that's saturated because you have to learn a skill like redirecting traffic to your funnel so you can try to develop this whole um system of upselling people and things like that right you know but man i have <clears throat> in my course like a, a grammy hack okay like how you can work with grammy produce grammy uh, nominated artists wow. how do i have that hack because i'm part of the grammy association and i have a list of all of the nominees for this year yeah right so i can look in in in, yo bro there was a person i was showing this to my to my members online i said watch this Mm -hmm. there was a guy on there he was nominated for a record right Mm -hmm. but the kid was from like indonesia something like that yeah right he's nominated for grammy let's go to his youtube page he had 100 subscribers Let's go to his Instagram page. He had like 50 followers. Yeah. No traction. But now he's nominated for a Grammy. So now if you just sent him a message, hey, man, um, congratulations on your gra- a Grammy nomination. He's going to be like, how do you know that? Yep. How do you know that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yo, nah, I work with Mahogany Beats. You know, um, you know, he's with the, you know, Grammy, you know, organization and, and, and he came across your name. So, you know, just wanted to reach out, you know, and I could send you some music, maybe we could do something. That dude is going to talk to you. He obviously did something right because he's winning a goddamn, he's nominated for a Grammy. Right. 
but he yep. just he just didn't blow up yet. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like it's like almost like finding a, a I don't know a a, 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 a crypto a currency that hasn't blown up yet, or a stock that hasn't blown up yet. But yep. that's a simple that's a that's a that's a simple way of connecting the dots with people who are working, who are serious about their career. You know what I'm saying? Someone who got nominated, he's focused. He's like, y'all got Grammy nominated for Grammy. Yeah. He's on it. You know, you hear people saying like, oh, just email 100 artists in an inbox and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could do that. But then, you know, here's another thing. Your artists don't want to pay you no money, right? No, it's not that. It's that you're dealing with broke artists. You're you're shopping your music to broke artists. That's why. That's why. So I I, 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 sometimes I get on here and I'll, and I'll look at, you know, whatever the cop, um, people are talking about on these producer sites and I'll just see, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, you're, you're shopping your music to broke people, bro. Jay-Z wasn't broke, yeah. right? He wasn't broke. He was an independent artist, but he gave me three grand. Yeah. You, you, you shopping your beat to this dude who's not paying you $50. He right. won't even pay you $50, $20, but he'll roll up a blunt in front of your face for $50 and pay for studio time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you got to calculate all of that. Yep. You know, like, no, even when um, even when running ads, like if you're a producer and you're running ads to whatever your B store, or whatever you're selling in the when you're targeting and you're narrowing down your audience, there's parameters in there where you can set how much money someone makes. I don't know if they updated it since they've been updating a bunch of stuff with the iOS, but like you can set like somebody makes 30, 30 K to 60k a year and then you know everybody who's seeing your ad makes a certain amount of money and they're more likely to buy whatever you have versus just targeting everybody and just hoping you know hoping it sticks so yeah it has to be has to be strategy man like you just can't just because somebody has the word artist in their profile that's it doesn't necessarily mean that's who you want to work with because they could end up being a headache too um, yeah 100 percent um man listen man i'm not gonna hold you but yo you mentioned you mentioned the academy like where can people find more information on that on, on what you have to offer what you're doing um where, where can they they find out about that stuff man uh loops and kicks academy loops and kicks loops.com kicks.com yeah. i'm gonna type it you in got loops chat. you got kicks loops and kicks.com dope dope that's what's up, man. I got your Instagram handle at Mahogany Beats if you guys want to follow him. Um, man, so like what's what's next for you, man? Like what's well, you mentioned wanting to get that that theme. Um, what's what you working on currently and, and where do you see yourself, man, going in the future? Um, I, I want I'm aiming for like a third Grammy in the Latin market. Okay. You know, the Latin market is wide open. Like hip hop is taking over and you know no one like people are not looking at the latin market yeah. they want beats <laughs> like you 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 make music you you make beats latin market they'll take records yeah you know so i'm, I'm focusing on that that's why i'm here in brazil like yeah. like I, I will never run out of like things to do there's so many artists here and and like the artists here have a lot more success because the fans like support the artists yeah you know what I mean? like the I, artists I, that i'm gonna roll with gabby mm -hmm. he has a million followers it's like two million uh monthly listeners you know like songs got 80 million streams yeah 200 million 200, 200 million streams on 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 youtube like when we do shows we do shows for like minimum ten thousand people yeah i heard, I they're, really, I heard uh, they're really loyal out there too 
like um bro. In, in Brazil? Bro, bro, when I first came out here, I was like, he said, Yeah, we got a show. It's like thirty thousand people. It's nothing. I was like, nothing. I'm like, it's thirty thousand people. The next show. He's like, yeah, we got a small show today. It's only like 10,000 people. Only 10,000 people. Because here, I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. I know successful artists in America that are not doing shows like that. They'll do clubs. And you know clubs are not holding more than 5,000 yeah. people. Like a big club. Yeah. You know? And these guys here are doing, that's what they do here. Like 10, 20, 30, 40,000 people at these shows. Wow. It bugged me out. I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm coming here, you know. Like you know, what I'm because I've never seen that, and I, like I said, I've been around successful artists. Yeah, and I just measured the most successful artists that I know in America compared to the artists that I'm working with here. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I, let's say I'm Ghostface for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. He's famous, got a career. He doesn't have a video with 200 million um, views on it. Yeah. You know, I looked at two chains, like two chains had like one song that had like 70 million, you know, like I just started looking at successful artists and the viewership on these views, man, because they, they that's all they do. They watch the videos here, like they watch the videos and they actually come out to the live shows and support. Bro, we've been doing shows like four shows in a night. I mean, I'd be exhausted, man. You know I'm what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, like it's getting this whole vibe of finishing um, my album, mm -hmm. um, producing um, um, Gabby. And, uh, you know, just yeah, keeping the door open for, you know, uh, um, beat makers and songwriters, you know, to, to get into the world of TV and film, you know, um, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's pretty much it, man. Just stay in the loop. Hip hop keeps you young, man. This yeah. music keeps you young. You know what I'm saying? That and, and, and staying in the gym. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's you got saying. questions, man. Let's, let's, let's get to some questions, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You're not, um, you're not, I mean, the drilling stopped, so that's great. Yeah, yeah, we have, we haven't heard the drills in a while. Yeah. John, John, like Tindall, John Tindall said, how many different type of templates does Mahogany use? Right, now check this out. John, what does he mean by templates? Like a beat a template, template, song template, what, what kind of template? What's a, what's a, what's a template? Shout out to Samuel. He just signed up for Loops and Kicks. That's what's up. Um, so he said a song song template. Or do you just you just create? You just go in, open up a set. You mean like when, I, when you open up Logic and you know, do I do I have a preset uh songwriter or beat? Certain sounds, beat certain beat sounds you, you use. Nah, I just always get start from start from scratch, man. That's what's I was just start, start from scratch. They go to drill. They go to drill. Go to drills. It's all good. We got we got all the gems, man. Um, dope, dope. We freestyled this because we didn't even talk prior to. We didn't have an outline of like, you know, of 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 our our, our topics. We just yeah. going off the top of the head. Yeah. You know, but I think we should definitely. Um, get together offline and then come up with something a little bit more, you know, um, uh, formatted because this space is a space that I've been, you know, uh, wanting to like give a lot of information, mm -hmm. you know, to, but like, like I said, it's, it's a lot of work creating, creating content. I'm sure it, this keeps you super busy. That's right. why you only do it for this one hour. Cause you actually have a life outside of this and you also got to be make music, create music and make music, you know, exactly. uh, this alone takes a lot of time, you know, um, but we could talk about this 
till we turn blue in the face. You know what I'm saying? And and it's not a lot of people. It's not too many people talking about TV and film, especially black people. Like when I first got into it, it was like no people of color doing this. You know what I'm saying? So now that there's no color barrier, it's just like, yo, are you in with the right people? You know, uh, can you trust your source? Mm. And uh, are you easy? Are you easy to work with? You know, Uh, that's it. You know, I've had people come, members, and thinking, "Oh, I sent you music; it's gonna happen overnight." I'm like, mm, "Nah, this this is not for you. Yeah, yeah, this is safe for you." Yeah. You know, that's what's up, man. Well, listen, man, I'm gonna hop off, man. I won't hold you. I appreciate you taking the time to do this, man. We'll definitely have to link up offline and um and, and chop it up more, man. See see what we can do, man. So, thanks again. Shout out to everybody in the stream. Thank you guys for joining. And um, hopefully, man, this was this was extremely valuable for you guys. And uh, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit ClintProductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.